This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus, we're talking about the Drive Out Domestic Violence Campaign with the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. And Stacey Kropinski, she joins us to tell us all about it. The Children's Home for Family Safety has been busy lately. For one, they opened a new facility in Sioux Falls last November. It's great they're expanding its resources, but also bittersweet. This expansion only means that more people in the Sioux Empire need to use the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety to escape domestic violence. That's why the Drive about domestic violence campaign is so important. For the month of July, you can expect to see ambassadors over social media sharing facts about domestic violence and starting a conversation. It's so important to educate others about domestic violence, and this campaign shows others that hope is truly stronger than fear. Stacy with the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety tells us about this continued fight and how the community can get involved. More information can be found at driveoutdv.com. Stacy, good morning. Good morning. Now, there's so much that you guys have going on. For one, you opened up your new location. You had your toy drive this past winter. And now we're talking about driving out domestic violence. But yeah, let's just go over everything really quick. And again, anyone who isn't familiar, you opened up a new location. Why don't you tell us about that and how it's going for you? Yeah, I would love to talk about that. So we moved into our new location over just off East 10th Street um, on the east side of town. We just ran out of room in our our former mm-hmm. facility. We were seeing some really big numbers. We knew we needed more space, and that was really a project we worked on for years before we broke ground. Um, once we broke ground, it was about a 14-month project, and we moved in last November. Mm-hmm. Um, we have more than doubled our capacity. We went from 40 beds to 90, oh gosh, 98 beds. Wow. Um, or 30, sorry, 38 bedrooms, 96 beds. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have a greater capacity enabled to serve more individuals who are in need of help. And we're seeing some of those numbers. Um, We're seeing numbers that had we been seeing those in our old building, we probably would have had to turn people away because we just didn't have the room for them. Um, But we are able to serve those numbers now and we've been seeing some greater numbers Um, over the last couple of months. And apart from the new building, you also have a new master's degree. I mean, a new name for (laughs) your organization, Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. Now, just go over the process of changing the name from Children's Home Shelter after everyone knowing it as Children's Inn. Yeah. So, you know, the name was really something we had to think about a lot. Um, The name Children's Inn, we love the name. We're very fond of the name, but it did present some issues in that that adults didn't know for sure whether they could get help from us or not. Um, Sometimes people thought we were a daycare or a hotel even. Mm. Um, So we really wanted to pick a name that talked about what we did. And what we do is provide shelter, um, among other services, but we provide shelter to anyone in the family who is in need of safety. And that's really what we wanted to make our name about so people clearly understood what we do and who we help. Um, So we made that name change also because we are a program of Children's Home Society of South Dakota. So um, it just kind of helped brand us so people understand that we are part of that greater organization. 
So since last time we talked, we were kind of comparing numbers back in 2021, 2022. And now with this facility... What trends are you seeing now that you're almost a year into opening up your new location? So, as I mentioned, we're seeing some greater numbers, really, in those that we're serving. Um, We're seeing about a 32% increase in intakes, um, so definitely more people. Our average has gone up. So, last year at this time, we were serving an average of about 46 people per day. Our average now is 72. Wow. So, significantly more people in every day. We just have the, the capacity to serve them. Pretty much all of our services, kind of our in-person crisis counseling, um, our outreach, all those different kind of services we are seeing a greater need for. Um, we have what we call now at, at, our, at our facility, it's the Hope Center. And that's kind of the first place that people will go when they're coming for assistance. We've got six different meeting rooms in that part of the building. Um, We've already had a few times where every single one of those rooms has been busy at the same Mm -hmm. time. Um, So we're just seeing a greater number of people reaching out for those services, which I think is partly due to us, you know, doing what we need to do to get the word out there that we're there, we're able to help, um, which is part of what we try to do with the Drive Out Domestic Violence Campaign, too, is just to let people know we're there. It's kind of bittersweet to hear that the numbers are growing because, like you said, it's great that people are aware of who you are and and what you stand for, but it's kind of, in a way, not the greatest news. Yeah, absolutely. Bittersweet is a great way to describe it. You know, for us, breaking records, it's not a good thing. You know, in a lot of businesses, you're like, yay, you know, these numbers are greater, these are better. We don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a it's not a great sign that we're breaking records, but we know that we are responding much more efficiently and um, in just in a much more dignified way in having additional space and the ability to serve those greater numbers that are being presented to us. Now, at Results Town Square Media, we are proud partners with you guys for a number of different events that you have throughout the years. That includes the toy drive and the gift wrapping booth. How did that go? for you this year you know it was a good year um it's always such a fun event to do it's you know it's a winter event indoors so there's a plus (laughs) um but it really just catches people in the holiday spirit and um kind of when giving is at the forefront of their minds so it wasn't uncommon for people to come by with toys and donations and things of of items we need at the shelter they would drop them off and help us fill the sleigh um out at the mall or people would come by and have their gifts wrapped of course for a donation back to our work so it was a really good event we saw some nice big numbers i think we wrapped um, between four to five thousand gifts Um, we had about 400 volunteers throughout the month of december that helped us do that gift wrapping Um, gave close to two thousand hours of volunteer time which is really incredible i mean that is such a gift in itself Um, and then we had hundreds of items donated in the sleigh so it was a good year So would you say more volunteers came out for the event? You know, it really kind of depends on the amount of time that we're working with, where Christmas falls, that kind of thing. So um, I think we're about the same, roughly the same number of volunteers. Um, And it's really a sought after event. I mean, it's a a fun event for businesses and and Mm -hmm. even families to come out and do together. Um, So it's kind of a unique offering for us to be able to do. And just to see that outpouring of people's talent and time is pretty neat to see. That's awesome to hear. Any fun stories that kiddos had when they received their toys or families out of the events? Absolutely. So, you know, I, I think one of the things that 
that always astonishes me is years later when we hear from maybe these kids or these adults who say, when I was here, you guys gave me you know, this item. Mm-hmm. And, and it was something either that they really wanted or um, just really never thought they would have. Um, and it might have been something as simple as their own toothbrush. Just to, to be able to go, oh, you guys, you know, it was my first toothbrush. Mm-hmm. I had my own toothbrush. Um, but just kind of that feeling they had that they were loved, they were cared for, and that someone gave them something. Um, and for a lot of those people, years later, they still have those items, which I think is pretty cool. If you are just listening, Stacy Kropinski with the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety, formerly known as Children's Inn, is in the studio with us talking to us about what they've been up to and also the Drive Out Domestic Violence Campaign, otherwise known as Drive Out DV. And Stacy, once again, at Results Town Square Media, we are proud to be partners of this campaign. And it is a big month for you guys. So let's talk about the campaign in itself. What is it all about? So there's a couple of different pieces to this campaign. You know, for us, it's really important to keep our work out there um, for a number of different reasons. So people know we're there. People who need our services know that there's an organization out there that can help them. They know where to find us because of, um, you know, the promotion we're doing through this campaign with the social media posts. People understand what our work is um, and what it is that we do. So if they need assistance, they can send someone our way or if they're needing assistance themselves. So first and foremost, it's making sure that people know how to reach us and and find us. The other piece of this is creating awareness about domestic violence, because that is the key to ending it. Um, So we really encourage people to learn something new through this campaign, maybe something they didn't know before. Um, You know, go check out our Facebook page. Check out some of those numbers. Mm -hmm. They're kind of startling um, about the prevalence of domestic violence in our community. And so we're just trying to get those numbers out there, create that awareness and making it okay to talk about because we don't want this to continue to be something that happens behind closed doors and people think they can't talk about it. Um, we want people to know they can talk about it. So we're trying to open those doors as well. So through the use of our ambassadors, which you are one of them, thank you so oh, much. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but our ambassadors are helping to raise that awareness and talk about domestic violence so that people understand it is okay to talk about. Um, and then the last piece, of course, we are trying to raise funds. And so Mm -hmm. we're trying to do that through this campaign as well. So with the new, with the move to our new facility, um, about 75% of our budget every single year relies on charitable support, Mm. which means events like this, like the gift wrap booth, like the media one Funski, all of those are so important to what we're doing because those funds have to come from somewhere um, because we don't charge our clients money to receive those services. Um, we feel that everyone deserves to be safe. No one should have to pay for that safety. So we don't want to charge our guests that are in need of those services. Um, but we do have to continue to fundraise to come up with the money to be able to support our work. Drive Out DV, you mentioned it's all about having people feel comfortable talk about domestic violence and also giving them some information that they may not know about. I remember when I first became a media investor a couple of years ago, this sticks out in my mind. One in four men will experience some form of domestic violence 
in his lifetime. And we don't talk about men too often. It's mm-hmm. always about the women and the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we've always known that it's a need for men as well. It just is not mm-hmm. as prevalent, but it definitely still happens. Um, with our move to this new facility, we are able to expand that service so we can actually house men who are in need of a safe place to go as well. We couldn't do that in our former facility and we had to make other arrangements. Um, so we are able to do that in our facility now. We have support groups that are for men are, you know, we've got counseling for men as well. Domestic violence, um, it does not have, a, a, you know, a, a box demographic where everybody's going to fit in this little box. Um, it can impact anyone, any age, any gender, any socioeconomic status, education level. There really is no parameter when it comes to domestic violence. We have seen individuals as young as 24 hours old who are impacted Mm -hmm. by child abuse or domestic violence, and as old as 93. Wow. Yeah, so that's kind of our age demographic. And like I said, there's really no um, specific parameter that fits someone who is impacted by domestic violence. The other thing with domestic violence is not only does it impact, you know, some family members directly, but it's kind of that ripple effect. It really goes out and impacts other individuals um, indirectly. And and what we really see is this cyclical um, happening of domestic violence where it kind of passes on from generation to generation. So what we're really trying to do is interrupt that cycle and break that cycle. And educating is key to that. Some forms of domestic violence, too, you can't really see. You know, there are mental forms of mm-hmm. domestic violence and just kind of being sheltered in a way. Absolutely. There's, you know, isolation, mm-hmm. which um, here in South Dakota, our ruralness can be such a blessing. But in a situation of domestic violence, it can also be a curse where you're, you know, already physically isolated from other people. And it, it makes it a little bit easier for a perpetrator to make that happen. Um, absolutely. There's there's verbal abuse. There's emotional abuse. There's financial abuse. There's sexual abuse. There's so many different pieces of it beyond just physical violence. Um, and we also know that in a situation of domestic violence, it's not it's not a one time thing. Um, it's not a hey, I got out of that situation and it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really a process as opposed to an event. And so we are committed to being there for the long haul. Um, we want to be there through the I got out of the situation. Now what do I do? And like now I'm kind of dealing with these feelings from being out of this situation. Um, so we really have a spectrum of services to be able to support individuals for the entire process. Some people listening may be thinking, Sioux Falls in South Dakota, we're Midwestern nice, you know, we don't really see domestic violence in our community. But believe it or not, domestic violence does impact the Sioux Empire. And those numbers that you were just reading off speaks for itself. Absolutely. And as the city of Sioux Falls continues to grow, we mm. do continue to see that domestic violence. But you're right, you know, Midwestern nice, that that doesn't happen here. Right. Domestic violence doesn't happen here. You know, we serve Sioux Falls and Minnehaha County, but also Lincoln, Turner, Union, and McCook counties. We see it in every single one of those counties where domestic violence happens. So just like uh, the demographics for people, um, you know, their locations also does not limit them from being a victim of domestic violence. It can happen to anyone. Can you recall just from since when this campaign started, how many phone calls you've received from individuals or how many people 
went to the shelter in order to receive that kind of help. You know, we've had, like I said, just greater and greater numbers Mm -hmm. of individuals reaching out um, for assistance. We've had, um, I do recall specifically, this has been a few years now, but I do recall a woman who reached out to us for help and she said, this was back in kind of the the newspaper days, um, you know, when when that was a Mm -hmm. a bigger um, production. but there was a story in there as we were doing um, one of our fundraising events, specifically with Vernetti Motor Cars, and we were talking about the work that we do. Um, so there was a newspaper story on it, and this woman reached out to us, and she said, you know, I'm, I'm pretty new to the community. Um, I'm impacted by domestic violence. I don't, I don't know anybody else here. Um, but I was, I was reading the newspaper, and I saw this story, and so I'm reaching out to you guys because I need help. I didn't know where to turn. Mm. Um, so just specifically because we talked about that event, she reached out to us for help and was able to get out of that situation. Um, and that's not an isolated event. We have that happen because we want to continue to be at the forefront of people's minds. So even if it's not you that's impacted by domestic violence, maybe you run across a coworker who's impacted and you say, oh, I know a place that can help you. Let me help you call. Um, And that's really what we want to do is be here for anyone who is impacted by domestic violence. If you are just listening right now, we are being joined in the studio with Stacey Kropinski. She is part of the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. So how can people get involved, Stacey? You know, what are the ways that community can help? So we tried to make it really easy through our Drive Out Domestic Violence campaign fueled by Vern 80 Motor Cars. Um, First of all, we've got some great friends on board that are helping us share the message, Mm -hmm. you know, including Vern 80 Motor Cars, our good friends over at Blue Tide Car Wash. Um, But we've got some many other sponsors that you'll see on our social media posts who are helping us um, get those um, statistics and things out there. Um, But we've made it really easy to help in a number of different ways, some fun ways too. So all the information is on our website at driveoutdv.com. You can go to that website and you can shop, you can share, and you can give. So you can shop our apparel. We've got some fun shirts that our ambassadors are... I love this color. Seriously. Right? Nice, like, lavender, darker Mm -hmm. purple. And I, I told you right away... Yes, I would like that shirt, please. <laughs> yep, they're really fun. And it's a great way to support our work year round is, mm-hmm. you know, sharing that message year round. So um, portion of the sales of the apparel go back to help us. Another fun way is a very tasty way. I was going to say, you, know, you missed the eating part there in that description. <laughs> right. Here's our here's our Midwestern ice. Just bring food. So we've brought the food. We just need you to go out and buy it. Um, so on that website is a link to buy cupcakes from Oh My Cupcakes. They came on board last year um, as one of our partners and it's just a really fun way to support this work you go online or you call the store you can order um, by the dozen um, cupcakes the drive out dv dozen there's a link on that website Um, you can pre-order them now or anywhere between now and the 15th of July Mm -hmm. and you can have them either delivered or you can go pick them up in the store if there's any businesses out there that are saying hey that'd be a great fun way to be able to help (laughs) um, you can also call call the store to get their bulk rate um, special or bulk special rate too through the store Um, but a portion of the sales of all the cupcakes also go back to support the campaign and the work that we're doing Um, you can share the message that is a big piece of this so find our Facebook page LinkedIn um, uh, Twitter 
um, and Instagram mm-hmm. and find the message, share the message, share those statistics, show your support, um, make a post of your own. We really encourage people to say, hey, I'm supporting this work as well. Um, let's let's end domestic violence. So create your own post. Um, and then you can also give. So obviously, as I said, about 75 percent of our work every year is char- relies on charitable support. So there's a link right there to make a gift on the website that'll go to support this campaign as well. I love having all my cupcakes be involved in a tasty way with driving out domestic violence. Who came up with that idea to say, let's create cupcakes? You know, was it you? Was it Melissa Johnson? You know, it was really a combined effort. Um, I think we kind of went to them with with some ideas and just said, hey, what do you guys think? You know, do you have some ideas? And they said, let us um, let us take this and run with it a little bit. And they came back to us and said, how about this? We've got a drive out DV dozen. Um, she's got some amazing uh, cupcake ninjas yes. um, that put this <laughs> together. And they're so tasty, of course. You can also, between now and the 15th, walk into the store and they're available in singles as well. Mm. So you don't have to just get them by the dozen. Um, but yeah, we just thought, you know, that's a really fun way and a tasty way, of course, to be able to give back to our work. It was good timing for Oh My Cupcakes to be able to partner with us. And um, so, yeah, we just kind of took that partnership and ran with it and it went really well last year. So we were very excited to bring it back this year. There's a cool design of a driver's plate on top of the cupcake. There's also purple sprinkles. I'm a fan of that. And you can get them in chocolate, vanilla, it is so tasty. Mm-hmm. I, I had one the other day, and oh my, that's what I said on the video yeah. that I posted was, oh my gosh, and just, <laughs> I wanted to eat my fiancés in all honesty. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. So, okay, if anybody who is listening right now is on the fence about donating, just give us an idea of where specifically the funds go towards is it programs is it um items that you might need at the shelter go through that with us please sure so gifts that go uh, that are made on the website go to support the drive out dv campaign of course which supports the work that we're doing at the shelter which all the things you just talked about. Mm-hmm. So it's going to help us, um, you know, pay those fun bills that everybody gets to pay every month. It's <laughs> going to help us be able to offer those support groups and the shelter. Um, the the money for those services, like I said, we're not asking for that money from our guests mm-hmm. because it would be one more barrier for people to overcome when they're trying to reach out for help. Um, and so we want to be able to provide those services free of charge. So this event definitely goes back to support the programming and the work that we are doing to continue to be there to answer those crisis phone calls, to answer that door when individuals come for assistance um, and to help us provide those meals. Um, you know, it's not it's not cheap to, um, as we know, as we run our own households and all of the household goods that it takes to um, operate each and every day. You know, it's that many times over to do that in the shelter. We're providing meals. We're providing a safe bed. We're providing, um, you know, laundry facilities for individuals to do their laundry. We're providing those support groups. Um, All of those things do take money. And so definitely that's where those these gifts are going to go. I have known someone in my life, a couple of people, but one person in particular that stands out in my mind is one of my dad's friends. He he would be okay with me sharing the story, by the way, about his friend who was impacted by domestic violence in a, in a big way. Now, she eventually got out of it, but she would still deal with the effects of domestic violence. Unfortunately, she's no longer with us, but even 
everything that she went through, she was still smiling. You know, she was still that bright light for a lot of people. And I guess it shows with campaigns like Drive Out DV and your organization that it does impact people. It does make a difference. You were sharing, Stacy, about how someone read a newspaper article about the formerly children's mm-hmm. in back then in the day. So what's another story that you can share, maybe from a child's perspective? You were talking about the toys earlier, but now as they go through life, how that impacts them years later. Yeah, so two stories that I'll share with you. One, um, really honestly, is a, a very direct reason as to why we do this campaign and partner with Vernetti Motor Cars. So um, Jim Lake, who is with Vernetti Motor Cars mm-hmm. himself, has his own story, his own personal story about domestic violence with in his family. Um, and he shares that in a video that's on that website, the driveoutdv.com. It's just, it's a few quick minutes long. I really encourage anyone who's interested to go watch that video. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's about four minutes long. It is so impactful um, and really talks about Jim's commitment and partnership with the Shelter for Family Safety um, and our work and this campaign. And it's so moving. I I've watched it, I don't even know, hundreds of times, and I still cry every time I watch it. So um, take four minutes, go watch that video. It's amazing. Um, but here's another story. So when um, this was many years ago, when I worked on the shelter side, we assisted a family. Um, There was about four kids in the family. They came with their mom, um, stayed with us for a period of time. I remember specifically working with the family. Um, They then moved out, moved out of the just outside of our coverage area, per se. Um, And, you know, we didn't necessarily hear anything from him. Well, just probably two years ago, a young man reached out and he said, I stayed here with my mom and my siblings when we were younger. Um, and he said, we didn't really fully grasp, you know, what what was necessarily going on. Um, he said, I just, I remember feeling so safe here. Um, he said it was unlike anything I'd ever felt before. And he's like, the difference it made in my mom and, and that kind of trickled down to them. Um, and he said, we moved out, we started over. And he said, we are doing so good. And he said, looking back now, like, now I understand, you know, what you guys do and what you did for us. And he said, you, you guys changed through the trajectory of our lives. Um, he is now a very successful young man who's moved back to the community, is mm-hmm. finding ways to give back within our community, um, has his own family now, um, and is very committed to being a different kind of parent than than his dad was um, growing up. Um, and he now actually has set up like a recurring gift with us every month. He, you know, just automatically makes this gift to our work because he wants to continue to ensure that we're here to help. It must be so cool just to see someone pretty much be a rock bottom like a kid thinking, how am I going to get out of this? You know, I'm, I'm just a kid. I don't understand this. To now seeing those kids as adults with their own families, their own jobs, it's pretty rewarding to be part of someone's new journey. It really is. You know, it reminds me of the the starfish story where the little boy's throwing starfishes back in the ocean <laughs> and somebody's like, you know, wow, you're kind of wasting your time because look at all of them along the beach mm-hmm. here and 
And he said, yeah, but I made a difference to that one. And and I really feel like that's kind of what this work does. Like we made a difference to that one. Even if in, in the course of my many years of work there, if we've helped one, we've saved one life. Um, but then it's that trickle down, you know, this young man with his family now, and he's committed to breaking that cycle mm-hmm. and being a different kind of parent. So it doesn't become just one. It becomes that trickle down in all those generations to come. Um, but knowing all these families that we are serving and we are making a difference and then knowing that ripples out, um, it's definitely rewarding work. And I give I give kudos to our frontline team every single day um, for continuing to do the work they are. Your support is going to make a big difference, not just July, but throughout the year for the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. And once again, it's Stacey Kropinski joining us about Drive Out Domestic Violence. What's the website? One more time, Stacey, for people to go learn more information about the Children's Home Shelter and the Drive Out Domestic Violence campaign. You can find all the information at driveoutdv.com. You can go there, you can shop, you can share, and you can give. All right, awesome. Stacy, thanks so much for joining us as always. Thank you. Go get your cupcakes. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank my guest, Stacy Kropinski, with the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety for joining the program to talk about the Drive Out Domestic Violence Campaign. Any more information can be found by visiting driveoutdv.com. Join us again next week for another edition of Sunday Focus. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square, Media Sioux Falls.